0: Bro, you know it would be powerful right now. I know we all believe in God, bro. Let's let's pray before Yeah, we should we should pray. That's, that's let, let's let's pray before we start. Let's bless this interview that, that reaches the right people. Because I know um at the bottom bottom of your heart, you guys want to change lives. Mm-hmm. So let's let's pray that the Lord blesses this so that it blesses others. And um I'll pray for that, man. <clears throat> Yeah. Lord, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this opportunity to be here right now, Lord. Thank you for the equipment, Lord. Thank you for Eric. Lord, thank you for Maku for hosting this space, Lord. Thank you for the divine encounters with Josel, Lord. Um, even thank you for Bernard for being here, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you may continue to put your hand on each other's lives, Lord. Um, we just declare blessings over this podcast. Whoever this reaches, it just reaches their heart. And we attack heart issues because that is ultimately what we want because we want change. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you just continue to be in this room. Bring us the right um, words to say. Um, give us the eyes to see, the ears to hear. Just just bring the right convictions to our hearts so that we can share it to the world. And we just vessels of you, Lord. And I just plead the blood of Christ in this room right now. And in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Come on.
1: Well said. I'll kick things off by introducing uh, our guest and the main, the main people for this podcast and all season, and then we'll get into why, why we're starting it, what it's about, and whatnot. Um, special guest Daryl here, you know, visiting from Texas. Come on, he didn't have to be here, but he chose to be here, mm-hmm. and man, things just worked out to where we're all gathered here. Um, even getting a blessing on the first episode or the mm-hmm. pilot—that's huge. That's huge for me and Jozel mm-hmm. because we do want to take this above and beyond. Yeah. Um, but Daryl's an OG over at Adelante Barber Club. Um, trained there, powerlift, moved to Texas, works for GAF, uh, taking a sabbatical right now, just visiting New Jersey, trying to make it a uh, quarterly thing. So welcome, Daryl.
0: Thank you for having me, Maku. This is great. Uh, Maku said we're shooting a podcast. Bernard and I were already on the way. Um, we we're going to hang out at the house. We already blessed the house, and we're like, bro... This is this is an awesome opportunity to to be a guest here. Share the love. Hear 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 the love, man. Um, I know you guys have amazing hearts. You both are leaders in in the industry, and you guys want what's best for other people. So I'm excited for that because I have the same heart, and I I just want to learn. I, I'm coming here with a with a humble heart and, and humility, and I just want to learn from you guys because you guys are forerunners, you know. And I, I'm encouraged by that, and I want to learn as well. So, I'm happy to be here, and I'm going to play dumb and ask all the questions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Giselle, um, owner and proprietor of Crank, strength performance of uh, Pompton Plains. Uh, Recently, what what are you, you sold it, or are you? Negotiating. Negotiating. He's in negotiations uh, with that, and we're going full steam with all season, uh, making him the head person for it. And really just following his direction, with me only as the creative director and that idea coming about. So we're gonna get into that, asking, uh, well, figuring out his story for the most part. So yeah, just give us a little background on yourself, Giselle. Sure.
2: Um, By nature, I guess I'm an entrepreneur now. (laughs) I don't know how it got there, but now that's where I'm at. Uh, By trade, I'd say strength conditioning and soccer coach is what I spend most of my time doing and I love doing.
1: Mm what brought about all season
2: (laughs) (laughs) um this lovely day at the diner this is how it happened so i think maku and i were just meeting on on one of our meetings that we have at the famous mark twain diner here in union and i don't even know how it came about i think we were just talking about the soccer season and we were just talking about how i can uh, work with athletes all year round for the gym and i just started coaching at a college team at the time and and the word all season and off season kind of popped up and i th- i saw maku's eyes like light up and he's like wait a second i'm like what bro we're about to leave like we get the check mm-hmm. come on let's go he's like no 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 no! all season all season do you hear that I'm like yeah it sounds it sounds pretty good what do you want to do with it he's like what what can we do with it mm-hmm. and, I'm, and i was like all right maybe we should sit back down <laughs> and then i think it kind of evolved from there um i don't know if we really first it started off as let's do apparel you know this is something that we're passionate about Um, we're pretty drippy ourselves (laughs) no um we we do care about that i know you've been in the industry before um i've always cared about it no matter you got to look the part Mm -hmm. you know no matter what you do i think it's always a big factor uh look good feel good play good you know that kind of thing and as as we talked more and more we realized that we wanted to do way more than apparel and we wanted to build you know we, we have a vision of Of showing a lifestyle of showing um, a message showing a I don't know a bigger picture for what you can accomplish, you know And how your life can evolve and change and that's really where I'm at like we're we're not none of us in this room are that old I'm only 28 Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've lived so many lives already Um, And it's just powerful to know that you can change your mind, you know, a lot of people especially working with college kids uh, Working with kids in general like they don't know what's going on Yeah, None of us know what's going on and I think that's powerful to see what you can really, if you push yourself, what you can show other people is possible. That's that's really what I want to get out of this experience.
1: Not for sure. And bringing on other entrepreneurs, uh, people's interest on what they want to do, and really just doing a 180 on what they initially set out to do. Mm-hmm. And then it just, opportunity it presents itself we're the type to take action on it that's why one of our slogans there is playmakers only mm-hmm. the opportunity is there you're either going to take it or not you're ready for it or you're not but or when you feel when you're pressure playmaker, yeah
2: yeah that as well. what i always say to you is like the clock is running down who are you looking to pass the ball to to hit that game winner yeah is it you yeah i want it give me yeah, i want it if i miss fine i miss but at least i took it and yeah. i'll keep taking it and taking it taking it taking it
1: And I was uh, alluding to one of the purposes for all season Mm -hmm. with Daryl and expressing it to Bernard as well that we do want to start a scholarship for underprivileged athletes that otherwise wouldn't have been able to finance their way through through college, even a D1 school. We know how expensive school is. We don't want them with a crazy amount of debt. Uh, And at least get a look, you know, because a lot of athletes out there, the percent's 2% that will make it into any league, professional league. Mm-hmm. at that and then it's even harder when you're not even in a d1 mm-hmm. right how how hard is it to go pro you you would know more about
0: that yeah
2: yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> it's all the stars have to align and even when you get there it becomes a different ball game it's like uh what takes you to the top doesn't keep you at the top kind of yeah. thing
0: yeah. yeah i'm 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 curious joselle so um now that you're you're in all season that that that's kind of like the result of a lot of culmination of things can you start from the beginning? Um, so I know you're an athlete. Um, did you did you go D1? Did you um, compete at a high level? I, I'm curious to know um, th- the background behind that. Um, so we kind of paint the picture as to why.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so my sport was soccer. Yeah, I played at a pretty competitive level, I think, since I was 10, 11. So mm-hmm. pretty much all my life. Um, first of all, being the only Filipino kid playing soccer is kinda of weird to be honest with you. So like just that I feel that yeah. Just that was um it was cool. It was cool and mm-hmm. it was weird at the same time. Just seeing other kids that aren't like you, but then having to learn other cultures and how they work was really cool. Yeah. And now that I look back on that I'm very thankful that I had those opportunities to travel places and meet different kinds of people and understand mm-hmm. different cultures and, and learn that through soccer. That yeah. that's that's so cool to me. And I'm so happy that I can do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, back then the the goal was definitely to become a pro. Yeah, um, for sure. And um, I, I like dreaming. That's why we're, we're doing this podcast, and we're yeah. doing all season. And I opened my gym and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, the dream was definitely to be pro. Um, I ended up going Division three, and then throughout you know my college career, there was a lot of injuries back and forth, um, trying to figure out my career. Yeah, I actually had a professional trial in the Philippines. I don't know if you knew that. I, I had a on. trial there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can I curse on this podcast? Yeah, right. Yeah, shit the bed at that. So that that (laughs) kind of like, um, you know, it was another reality check. It was another reality check. Um, And just little, everything that athletes deal with. So I had, for me, it was ankle surgery. um, My senior year of high school, right before college, that's a huge year. You just commit to college and now... um, I was on the sidelines for maybe nine months while mm-hmm. all my friends are enjoying the last year of high school and I'm just watching them. And yeah. I don't know who I am anymore because my identity was Josel, the soccer player. Like that's mm. what everybody in school know me as, yeah. knew me as. That's what, um, you know, I valued myself as. And then I was just sitting there with the, you know, the cast on my ankle. Yeah. And I was like,
1: wow, Come who on.
2: am I? Yeah. Um. So that was the first time I guess I felt really – I faced anything really, like, life-changing. I think that was a a pivotal moment in my career. And then, obviously, going to try and play pro, and you have your dream in your hands, and you let it go. Um, Yeah, so to fast-forward a little bit, it got to, I guess, my junior year in college. And that's, again, a pivotal moment where you're trying to decide your future. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time, it was physical therapy school. And it got to that last, like, fall season of soccer, and you have to do 100 hours, and and... I was like weighing out which one do i do do i play my last season that i could have mm-hmm. um, do i keep trying to push for this dream or do i take the safe route and try to apply to school so i started working at a physical therapy clinic instead um you know with my parents in my ear my filipino parents yeah. want the best for me and i thank them for that and going for that stable route um, because again i know because of the ankle surgery and what yeah. i went through as an athlete that i wanted to help people you know that might have struggled with the same thing Cause on, as a yeah. physical therapist yeah. that was kind of the idea mm-hmm. um so i guess this is my junior year of college and, I, and i'm working at this clinic um and i hated every second of it yeah I hated, I hated all of it and an opportunity came to me um from a friend of a friend to work at a gym and it was, it was crank back then yeah um and he kept bugging me about it he's like hey he didn't even ask me to work. He just wanted me to come work out. And yeah. I was like, no, nah, that's stupid. Leave me alone. Shut the fuck up. Like, come on, mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to do other stuff here. And then I, he finally got me in and I met my boss at the time and he asked me, do you want to be an intern? I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. And then the scale slowly started to tip as I was working there for free, um, doing like personal training, group training, training yeah. athletes, training adults, training whoever I could get. Mm-hmm. And then I was at the clinic um, at the same time and trying to finish school and and as every day went by, I was like, ah, "This this PT stuff is not for me. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I can really be myself in the gym environment. Um, I like it. It's dynamic. Uh, a lot of different problems. I can train athletes instead of training a bunch of grandmas, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. giving them little bands and <laughs> having to give them hot packs and all that stuff. So I was like, why not? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of sent it from there.
0: Yeah. And um, if you were to talk to yourself right now, senior year of high school, what did you wish you had at the time?
2: Back then? What yeah, did I like wish some, I some
0: kind of wisdom, some kind of, kind of knowledge.
2: I would, I, I don't like uh, thinking about the past kind of yeah, questions, because yeah. I wouldn't change anything, you know, I wouldn't, mm. I, that's where my brain keeps going, but I'm trying yeah. to think what I would say. Yeah, I would say something along the lines of, this will make you so much better than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Just keep going.
0: So you're thankful of those situations. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you saw someone, a kid come to you, and he's dealing with the same thing that you experience, how would you guide him in, in, in this direction in life?
2: Well, like I mentioned about the identity, yeah. whole crisis that I mm. had in whatever, 18, 17. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have anyone to really tell that would understand that. Yeah um so yeah i would lend an ear and, and and i would ask like how are you feeling about this Come and on, what, yeah. what does this feel like to you mm-hmm. because i know that you wanted this dream and you work so hard to do it and all your friends know you by this person what do you think of you now yeah and that's what i would ask and then you know mm-hmm. just be an ear to them i think that's sometimes all you need just someone to listen and, and someone that's even been in your shoes that, yeah. that's even bigger so that's why i'm so passionate about the coaching that i do now and the people that i work with
0: yeah that's, that's amazing that you speak of identity because I think one of the biggest attacks on the younger generation is your identity is this, your identity is that. And people get lost, you know? And and you're, I feel like your mission right now is in the right place because identity is everything now. Identity when it comes to politics, identity when it comes to anything, bro. So I think once you're able to get that down at a young age and, and speak life into someone you're going to guide them in the right place no matter the career they get into mm-hmm. so and dude i just want to encourage you man and and thank you on behalf of community bro on behalf of the people that are struggling with that because i'm sure maku um I, I know i struggled with identity in high school in terms of all right i'm an athlete but nothing else because you put all your eggs in that one basket mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that that. I think that's amazing.
2: It's it's giving without expectation. Yeah. Because you don't know what that little thing that you did that you don't even remember will change somebody's life. Mm-hmm. It, it took maybe a minute. It took you just listening. It took you asking one question when no one has will ever ask them that question. Yeah. Is that so hard to do? I don't think so. Yeah. So, you know,
1: that's what I try to do. It's like that question. Uh, <laughs> it's a meme. <laughs> it goes, who's that Pokemon? <laughs> They always ask who's that Pokemon, but not how's that Pokemon. <laughs> that just popped into my That's real. Dude, yeah, answer. real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's as simple
0: as asking, "How are you?" How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But really, and wanting to know the questions or yeah. wanting to know the answer, and it comes down to uh, listening to understand, not listening to respond. I think that's something I always try to tell myself in my head. Like when you're actually having a conversation, you're asking questions, like actually. Absorb what they're giving you and, and yeah. then you respond. So many people I feel like are just listening and thinking in their head, of, What am I going to say back? What am I going to say back? What mm-hmm. am I going to say back? But that's not how you learn anything. And, and people don't feel, I guess, heard. I, I don't like overusing yeah. that term, but people don't feel heard when you do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Come on. Mm-hmm. The other question we we started off, I think, off camera was, and it was a good one because we were trying to think <laughs> of how to open, how to close, and all that. The opener was, Do you love to win? Or hate to lose? And Daryl, what was your answer? <laughs> I love to lose. <laughs> bro, because like
0: <laughs> when, when you look at it, bro, we're going to be losing all the time. And every time it gets better and better. Like mm. when you reach the bottom, there's only there's only up. Mm. You know what I mean? I I think the other thing, it shouldn't be losing. It's I love to fail because in failure, that's where you learn the lessons. That's where you learn a lot, mm. and then Deion Sanders comes in the picture, and he's like, he's gonna he's gonna rebuke me for saying that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is there a difference between failure and losing?
0: Mm, that's that's a good question. That's tough. I f- failure and losing, I think those are mindsets. Uh, I'm I'm gonna backtrack it and say we don't want to lose. We we don't like losing. Uh, that was that was a complete joke for the for the camera, <laughs> um, but we love failure because in failure there's progression. And mm-hmm. in, in understanding that you're broken and understanding that you can do better, that's when you can progress. Losing is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, losing is already agreeing with the enemy and saying, I'm a loser. I have nothing else going for me. Meanwhile, failure is saying, oh, I failed. I can do better next time. Mm-hmm. So th- does that answer th- the question? Mm-hmm. Is, 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 is that learning. a good... I just interpret it differently, so yeah. that's why I wanted to ask you. What's your interpretation for so it? So
2: I think losing is the temporary, I guess, failure. But okay. failure to me is like yeah. if you really just quit. I think losing to me is you just lost. That's it. Go play again. Okay, yeah. But yeah, failure yeah. is like you hung up the cleats. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that sort of, or, or you knew you could have give it, given it more, but you didn't.
0: That. that's, mm, that's Okay, yeah. Thing. So it's just different. You and I have a s- similar mm-hmm. um, definition, but different interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. With Daryl's explanation, the losing aspect seemed... As if it was an identity. Yeah, I'm just a loser. When yeah. people call you loser, you mm. lost. But the failing aspect, too, where it's the first attempt in learning. I can see where you're coming from yeah. and saying, I've hit rock bottom. There's nowhere else to go but up. And then Joselle's point with losing. It's so temporary. You got yeah. how many more games in the season?
0: Th- and that's, that's funny because I have a mindset of a powerlifter because we fail lifts all the time. But losing as a soccer player, you're losing. L- losing is is bigger than what failure looks like uh, so um I, I i can see i can see where the mindset comes from
1: yeah a, r- a real athlete
0: yeah <laughs> hey hey
2: but i applied that when i did powerlift. it was That's the same a- thing like when i did fail lifts it was still like oh that was an l today yeah gotta go get it again
1: conservation of l's <laughs> <laughs> shout out to dallas bay for that one uh the uh, the other question um you really hit on all the topics that we we had written out here. You know, we had notes. I cooked. cooked. Yeah. Okay, I didn't did answer cook.
2: the question. Do I love to? Uh, yeah. What do it? you
1: love to win or do you hate to lose?
2: I think I love chasing the win more. Mm-hmm. I th- I think the 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 delayed gratification of chasing and chasing and chasing the one goal and then hitting it, and then you're like. I could breathe. And then you have to set another one higher. I love that. I think I'm addicted mm-hmm. to that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think you you uh you told me that when the last time we met up uh, discussing all season and mm. where we're going with the, the clothing line and all that, Um, I thought that was interesting, just to love to win. And I answered you with, I hate to lose, right? I, I beat myself up about it when I lose, mm. especially if I think I had a shot, right? But you, you gave me more perspective on, yeah, but you really do just love to win. You're doing everything in your power to win still. Mm-hmm. And then it's more of a positive light instead of, oh, uh, let me avoid losing. Let me not lose. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. you're doing just the bare minimum. But if you blow out, you know, a team by, what was that, the 21 stink rule yeah. in football? <laughs> oh, no, I'm still going to win, but I'm going to keep going. Doesn't yeah. matter how far ahead I mm-hmm. am, mm-hmm. or even the fight last night with um, Canelo yeah. and yeah Charlo. I go, Man, this guy, this guy wants to win really bad, but you know, he was just outclassed by uh, Canelo, and then just seeing that, you could see that drive. I- I'm gonna win. Mm-hmm. There's no shot I'm gonna lose. And maybe Canelo had that spirit of I, I love to win. I know
2: you've read Relentless. Have you yeah. read Relentless? I haven't. Okay. So yeah. this is this is the book that kind of really, I just recently read it again. I try to read it like every year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was written by the guy who trained Michael Jordan, trained Kobe, mm. uh, trained Dwayne Wade and this is where i really developed this mentality of like you don't just want to win you want to be unstoppable you mm-hmm. want to keep you want to dominate you yeah. don't want to just win one zero. you want it to be 10-0 yeah. every single time and you want people to know that when they play you it's going to be 10-0 and you want mm-hmm. them to be scared that it's going to be 10-0 yeah. yeah i think having that mindset or just uh, that energy is just so powerful because you you don't settle for just uh, ah, you know today was an easy win easy win. we don't we don't do that Know. yeah we want people to know or yeah. i want to show people what if you keep pushing this is where you this is the level this is the le- this is what it takes mm-hmm. to be like michael to be like kobe yeah and you could, you know it just it speaks for itself
0: it's the mamba mentality mamba mentality even yeah.
1: seeing the the docuseries the last dance mm-hmm. the intensity that jordan had and the stories and encounters they had with michael jordan he's the sport alpha and he probably would answer that i love winning more than Mm -hmm. i hate losing and he really got at his team on that and you could see the fire in his eyes Mm. you know the same fire that i see in you the same fire seeing daryl spreading his ministry mine is kind of dying out a little bit because i'm getting old (laughs) (laughs) it's still there yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: you you bring the fire you 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 give us the fire you fan the flame (laughs) you you fan our flames
1: the word
0: yeah Joselle, i'm i'm curious because a lot of what we do now is was was because of our upbringing so can you tell me a little bit about how you were raised as a child um like give me a little bit of a background Mm -hmm. are you first generation you just did you come from the philippines because i i think it's beautiful to see because we're minorities at the end of the day Mm -hmm. i think it's beautiful to see when we come out of our shell and start our own businesses businesses and get into the marketplace and and do all that so is there any other entrepreneurs in your family like you got inspiration from or it was just a dream that you wanted to be the chain breaker in your family?
2: Thank you for asking this question. Yeah. Um, and this this is the this is a person I want to speak to. And I'm sure we all want to speak to you know, yeah. somebody that's in our shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my parents came here when they were probably around our age. Yeah. around 20s, mm-hmm. um, maybe one hundred dollars. On, yeah. kind of know English you know my mm-hmm. mom's traditional nurse my dad electrician so um, they weren't you know not some big big wigs starting businesses yeah. here or anything like that um, and I'm an only child so just that you know kind of shifted how I grew up I guess So th- yeah. they did have to only care about me and people are usually surprised when I tell them I'm an only child um, I don't know why but mm-hmm. it, it makes me now that I look back on it it, it shows me a lot of I guess what they wanted for me and how i kind of maneuvered through life to get here now so what they wanted for me was what they wanted for themselves which is stability yeah and when you get here and, and you finally you know do the thing and you, yeah. and you get to a new country and you want stability for your family so for me now it's my parents took this risk that mm-hmm. i could never fathom i couldn't i couldn't go do that you know i couldn't go to a new country and, yeah. and start over at this age i would be terrified Mm-hmm. Um, so they took this risk. And now what am I going to do with this gift that they gave me? Yeah. Am I going to waste it or am I going to do everything possible that I can to achieve and push yeah. myself and and show like you, I like the word you said. You said chain breaker show. Yeah. Um. You know, whether it's people in my family or people in my circle or my mm-hmm. friends or anybody that really follows me or supports me or looks up to me like this is we can do more than we are. Yeah. And I want to, I don't know, lead by example. I mean, my parents weren't really so vocal about you know uh, we're proud of you or yeah. we love you or whatever just because that's not how they were raised you know mm-hmm. they had to work they had to get shit done so um, they showed me love by action so I think that's how I, I show love too. its action showing showing and showing and showing and showing people what can be done if you just push and, and you know there's other people here with you yeah I don't know what else you asked in that question but that's for my brain right?
0: yeah and wh- how did they inspire you yeah so
2: um, my dad, my dad always never took shortcuts. He always yeah. does things the right way and he always puts his family first. Um, my mom, same thing, uh, work hard, send money home, care about everybody. Mm-hmm. Give, 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 give support as much as you can. If that's the worst thing you do in your life, that's not a word. That's not bad at all.
0: Come on. Yeah. And, and they, they sacrifice so much for you to, to come here, to, to let you live the life that you're living now. Mm-hmm. And are they are they here in the United States right? Yeah, yes, yeah, dude. So I'm sure maybe they e- they might even catch a snippet of this podcast. Well, they listen to all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell them, tell 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 them what you want to tell them right now.
2: <laughs> you guys don't have to worry about me. Um, thank yeah. you for all that you've done. Um, I can take it from here.
0: Yeah,
1: that's dope. That's really dope. And if
0: they were in the room right now. We'd and all be crying. We'd all be I'm crying? I'm about to cry, yeah. And what is it? Bro, I, I, I want to challenge you right now, bro. Yeah, 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 Because Maku knows I like to challenge people. Yeah. Please. Why don't you hop on a call right now and tell them how much you love them and tell them, like, just thank them. Thank you for your sacrifices. What does that look like right now, man?
1: That's real. That's.
0: Yeah. Because they, what they've done in your life, what you're living in right now, is a result of that and i want you to thank them personally I and know what my mom's gonna say yeah <laughs> just to gonna tell like, tell them you, you love them okay? are you
2: okay what's wrong yeah <laughs> where are
1: you random call right
2: <laughs> i know i haven't talked i was supposed to go for dinner today <laughs> that's the first reaction. let's see if she even picks up to be honest with you, you can you can also give him the <phone rings> thing going. i don't think it'll work with my phone oh
1: <laughs> i could leave a voicemail you could leave a voicemail yeah if you call your well, dad. yeah why not
0: <laughs> they're probably together there. your call has been forwarded to an automated voice i'll leave a voicemail,
1: I'll leave a voicemail. Right.
0: i didn't call you- your dad
2: I'll leave it at, this. at the
0: tone please record your message when you finished recording you may hang up or press one for more options
2: hi mom uh, <laughs> I know this is random but I just wanted to call you and say thank you for everything you and dad have done for me um, I really appreciate it don't worry nothing's wrong I just wanted to take the time to let you know and, and let you hear that I know we talk about this a lot but thank you so much for what you've done uh, for me and you don't have to worry about me okay okay I love you bye
0: Come on, bro. Dude, I, I'm 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 a challenger, and I love attacking the heart. And th- that's the questions I ask is good to the heart. So I'm gonna ask you this: like, what was who was one inspiration in your childhood? Now, like, other than your parents, because parents are, are always our biggest inspiration.
2: Other than my parents, who was yeah. my biggest what, Was there like role a model or inspiration? Yeah. No.
0: No, really. Uh, yeah. I mean,
2: like. Yeah. Professional athletes or yeah, friends and mm-hmm. and cousins. Again, I don't have older siblings, so yeah, uh, I yeah. take I take bits and pieces from everything that I see. Mm. So obviously my parents, because they were they're the only ones there. But um, no, I feel like it was just me in my own head a lot of the time, and it's good and bad.
0: Yeah, mm. and um, segueing in, into now, into all season, the mission of that is. Is minorities one of your your targets? Someone that you saw yourself in? Um, s- someone maybe a first generation kid? So w- who is your like kind of target base right now?
2: I don't know if target is the best word for me. I, yeah, yeah. It, it's I want to speak to the person that sees can dream yeah. and sees a picture of, of what mm-hmm. they want to achieve and a vision, or maybe they tell their friend, "Hey, I want to do this," and their friends like, "What are you dumb?" or their mm. mom is like no 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 don't do that. I want to yeah. talk to that kid and say like no 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 I'm listening. What do you want to do? Mm. How are you going to do it? Yeah. How bad do you want that? Okay, let's do it. Mm. That's that's the target. I don't know if So it's you're looking
0: case. for dreamers. Yeah. yeah. People people
2: yeah. who don't people who want to go against the grain and be okay with it. I think that's a very powerful thing to deal with. I still deal with it for sure just mm-hmm. interacting with all the people that I do and and even the people close to me it's not everyone's going to understand where you're coming from, especially when you do things that they don't do. Yeah. And I think that's still valid just because other people don't do it and they don't see it and they don't believe it. Like you do, doesn't mean you should shut it down. Yeah. That's, that's the most difficult thing that I'm dealing with. And I want other people to know that. Mm
0: -hmm. And you mentioned going against the grain. What does that look like?
2: Same thing, What what is commonly accepted and why Uh, Mm -hmm. most things accepted are easy. Yeah. I'm gonna do things that other people will, you know, judge me for yeah. or um not believe in me or, or whatever it is or, or, or look at me in a different way and I don't care because yeah. it's my life mm-hmm. and I know what I want to achieve and I see the vision so clearly and I'm I'm real with myself about how I can achieve it and if I don't at least I went for it and I'll just go another way. Come Again on. it's not I'm yeah. not gonna fail because I'm yeah. just gonna keep learning and learning and learning and learning. Yeah. I'll fail when I have regret that I didn't try. That's failure to me, and that's my biggest fear. Um, I say this all the time. My Mm -hmm. biggest fear isn't losing or failure; it's regret.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Regret not using that gift that God gave me, my parents gave me, I've given me through Mm -hmm. all the things that I've been through. So I'm gonna gonna keep going for it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, man. And I I can I can see your passion, and it It, it, this passion kind of encourages me to to go for more, man. I appreciate that, bro. (laughs)
1: That's why i think it was meant to be that they just link up anyway instead of telling them oh i'm busy i'm shooting a podcast i'll mm-hmm. just chill with you guys tomorrow yeah i had, like, had yeah, no idea up. they'd be here so. <laughs> yeah they <laughs> were in the area yeah. I was yeah. like, just yeah. pull up <laughs> just pull up you know yeah. i think we're all gathered um with purpose mm-hmm. and the biggest thing is just just giving people an outlet right Whether Mm -hmm. it be sports, through podcasts, through your missionary, through training people and whatnot, Mm -hmm. um, through our clothing brand, through, you know, just having conversations. Like you said earlier, you wish you had an ear, right? Just to say. And the other things you were saying about the people that would support you, instead of calling you crazy, I Mm -hmm. know there's one viral thing that keeps popping up on my feed. I don't know why. But you'll never see a millionaire or someone doing better than you criticize you for trying. Mm -hmm. You only see people that are not on that same level criticize you, don't do that, don't try that. You know, I get it where our parents come from. When we express that we're gonna be entrepreneurs, there's a lot of worry. It's just their upbringing, but they're not discouraging you Mm. in a sense. For me initially, opening the gym, you give up a cushiony job, you put it all on the line, and you hope for the best but they don't see the other side where how hard you work for it, mm. the the willingness to take the risk. And then it's almost yeah. similar, but I wouldn't say the same level as the risk that they took coming here. Because you said it when... yeah, If I was their age, going to a different country where I yeah. don't even speak the language yeah, with not Come much on. money in my pocket without a solid game plan. But yeah. I just want the opportunity for my child... Wow. Mm-hmm. To do better, that's Dude. that's so profound. Well, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, if
2: they did it, why can't we?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I, I we're doing guess, yeah. that same opportunity here, and it's you're it's honoring them, right?
0: Yeah, bro. And that that puts it in perspective because they took the biggest risk. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I I never even thought of that. Like they yeah. that they took our parents. Because I'm sure we're all first generation here. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I, and I didn't I didn't even think about like that they had the biggest risk of it all. And we just have a a blank canvas. That's why I look at my game as,
2: like, baby food. Yeah, that's what I
1: tell Mm, myself. This is nothing nothing compared to that. Why not? The biggest hero is the guy that wakes up every morning to provide for their family. And, I don't know, that was in one of the movies. Uh, But my dad, just seeing my dad, how Mm -hmm. hard he struggled just to provide, he worked as a bag boy. He worked at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. He worked at shop right mm-hmm. just to ultimately find a position in the post office and yeah he's in, out there rain hail sleet or snow the mill's yeah. gotta go man and he's still working till this day he's gonna be 70 and i told him he could have retired he goes no nah, it's okay he gets gets hit by a car on his route mm-hmm. well thankfully he's on his truck and on the opposite side because it's right hand drive he's back to work <laughs> a week later didn't miss my sister's wedding and i go wow mm-hmm. that's cleaner yeah he he he's something else man come on he's yeah. something else yeah. mako I,
0: I do have a question for you how long have you known joseph since,
1: 2017 2017 since and i started yeah he just started coming in this yeah. guy would come in and and work
0: yeah it's funny how, how the world works. I would see Joselle every now and then, but we never have a conversation. This is actually my first yeah. real conversation um, with him. But I'm, I'm curious, Maku, in the time you knowing Joselle, what has the change look like and how are you encouraged by it?
1: That's a really good question yeah. because he was very methodical. Mm-hmm. He was about his process. He had his schedule very well regimented. Yeah, And regardless of what was happening throughout the day, he got the work done. Mm-hmm. And I go, I'm here making the most excuses not to work out or um, <laughs> I'm known for just skipping accessories altogether and then not doing the back downs, just hitting the top set. It's, it's kind of wild. And then just seeing that, I aspire to be that disciplined, mm-hmm. right, and have that motivation, but it just turned out it was habit for him. Yeah, which was wild. And to see that grow even more, he layered habits on habits on habits. Mm-hmm. And then I knew he was destined for more than that. Then when you were saying, this ain't me, the school school's not me. I love training people. I love the process or even, you didn't mention it here, but we're having a meeting in your office and you could build up a new gym if you really wanted to. You love that process, you know how it goes. And just seeing that growth and saying, okay, I'm I'm good. What's next? I want something bigger. Mm-hmm. And then we, I became his financial advisor through Northwestern Mutual, and that just took it to a different level. Where I gifted him a book, the one thing, mm-hmm. that ah. was huge. And then as he read it, he's shooting me texts. <laughs> and goes, "Dude, you are this book." I go, and all that. He's like, "No, you, you're you're this book." Yeah. <laughs> it was wild because I never saw myself as. um Anybody, anybody to look up to, right? I'm just here to serve yeah. uh, people as much as I can, and just have a platform for people to mm-hmm. to do their thing or be greater. That's the whole point of Adelante Barbell Club too. Initially, when we started, it was yeah. just man, just a space for people to you know get together, gather. Um, and a lot of people come in broken, like when we were talking about failure. Yeah, people come in broken. That's most ups, of the
0: gym. Most yeah. of the gym is people. Coming in broken and like, the, the, they're at the bottom of the barrel. Most people at the gym are struggling.
1: Yeah, and all they got is the gym. Yeah, that's the same thing with uh, the Rock. Whether you like him or not, that that message with him is, I'm just gonna work. Yeah, keep working, be the hardest worker in in the room. Yeah, and just having that space for people, it, it's cool because I get to see you guys grow. You I'm know? sure you've seen all of us grow. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you guys grow tremendously, um, and just it just warms my heart. It just warms my heart
0: yeah so i just want to shout out um, maku and affirm him and i just want to l- let you guys know whoever's listening to this podcast this man is a man of god he is a leader in the community and he has brought so much freedom in a lot of young men he is a mentor he is someone that pushes people forward it's in his name <laughs> adelante <laughs> is forward i thought it was stop <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. i don't speak that language <laughs> Adelante
1: siempre Adelante, man. Yeah,
0: and dude, he lives that he, he lives to serve people and and I'm one of the people that that has been impacted by this. You know, I wouldn't be in Texas if it wasn't for him, you know. I, I live in Dallas now and he, even even Bernard, he, he's downstairs. He's touched so many lives. Gyms are are running because his gym walked, you know. He was the entryway for so many people, so many young people. And um, I just want to encourage you that you are a leader, and you are an amazing mentor. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, appreciate it. You mentioned a book called One Thing. Can you, c- can you share a little bit about what the plot is and what that book is about?
1: No, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I was advised to read that book by one of my colleagues at Northwestern Mutual Prior. And then as I go through it, because there's a sense of sadness that you get when things are going well, even though you should be happy for it, you should Mm -hmm. feel blessed, you feel kind of stuck and you know you're destined for more, but what are you really focusing on? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest cues in in the earlier chapters was that multitasking was a myth. Mm. When people tell me that, I, I could see it now that it's completely a myth. You can't. You can't half-ass two things. You got a whole ass one thing, Mm. right? And then even then, you figure that one thing out. It makes everything else unnecessary. You don't even need to do it because you found that one thing. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of consultation firms or consulting firms come about because business owners have a hard time finding what's that one thing that's going to take me to the next level. They're doing the legwork for you and making yeah. you realize it but yeah that that concept of focus is huge yeah and I, i'm gonna bring up the rock again that that <laughs> clip plays in my head all the time he's doing dips with chains and then he stops you know kind of looking over seeing his boy not working i was like focus yeah like, okay i'm back on it yeah
0: i, I like david goggins He's, who's gonna move the boat <laughs> who's, gonna, who's gonna carry the boat? who's gonna carry the boats, <laughs>
1: carry the boats? <laughs> i'm carrying the boats we're carrying the boats
0: man. and um I, this is a question for both of you mm. um sorry i'm kind of hijacking these questions It's just coming up no, in my no head. that's rock. i yeah, was yeah. like i wasn't
1: i can't ask those questions like that yeah. i go you know who's good at that daryl <laughs> yeah
0: so I, the reason why I'm asking these questions is because I, I love to understand people, to to see people's hearts, because I want the audience to know where your hearts are, because that's when we relate. Yeah, we can talk about a story all day, but people can't relate to a story, they relate to the heart. And so my question for both of you, um, we could start with you, Joselle. Um, What have you been learning I- in this season of your life? About
2: me. Yeah,
0: um, about the process, about you. No, about me. Yeah. Like taking the time.
2: I just got out of a long relationship and, and I'm going through these changes with the yeah. gym and where I want to take my career. And it's just asking myself the question. This is probably a question, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. who, who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do I want to be remembered? Those are the questions I ask myself every day mm-hmm. um, and I'm learning about that every day and sometimes it's a different answer sometimes it's the same answer sometimes you have a clear vision sometimes it's blurry Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't feel like looking at it but you still look at it and you still ask yourself the questions even when you don't feel like it Mm. um in this phase of my life yeah I'm just learning a a lot about how I operate um yeah what I want to accomplish where my limits are how I want to be remembered what 35 year old Joselle would say to me what 40 year old Joselle would say to me Mm -hmm. Um, and what that man looks like, yeah. you know, what am I really capable of? That's uh, I've shifted my mind ever since opening the uh, opening the gym in, in 2021 because I worked so long and I'm sure you, you have you might have a similar uh, feel to this. I worked so long to, you know, accomplish this thing. I oh, finally opened a gym. Great. Yeah. Now what? So mm-hmm. ever since then, I was just thinking, like, why am I not happy? I, I did the thing. I did the thing. I yeah. did the thing. Josel, you did it. Why are you not happy? And now I realized that the fun part was building up to the thing, yeah. building up to achieving yeah, that climbing mountain. Yeah. You get to the peak and you're like, oh, I got to find another peak. And, yeah. and if you can't find that, you know, it's, it's just never going to stop. Mm-hmm. So the goal isn't even the goal anymore. Whatever I set out for myself because yeah. it's, I'm not going to, this isn't arrogant or cocky. It's, yeah, it's kind yeah. of inevitable. Mm-hmm. If you believe in yourself and you can do the right things and you surround yourself with the right people, come on, you can achieve whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So the goal should be who you're becoming on the way Um, who my goal now is, is finding fulfillment in who I can become. Yeah. That's a never ending journey. And, and, you know, that's something I can keep chasing because that'll keep evolving. As I get into new businesses, as I coach at different levels, as I meet new people, as I start a family, you know, as I get older, all those things will change. And that's, that's something that I want to keep chasing. Not, I want my business to do X, Y, Z, not, I want to make, Seven figures, eight figures, yeah. like that—that that could happen if you mm-hmm. just do the right things. That's, that's not—that's neither here nor there. Like yeah. once you get there, it's not gonna—you're f- gonna feel the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's—it's it's more so, am I on the right path of becoming who I say I am? Do I match my actions to who I want to be? That yeah. kind of stuff.
0: Thanks for sharing that. I had a I had a follow up question, but it did slip my mind. So I, I'll probably have to circle back on that. Mm. Yeah, dude. But that's that's powerful, man it's not about the goal it's about the process mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like we can all learn from that because uh, if you just keep chasing a goal and you reach that goal it's just gonna be like oh what's next no you just have to fall in love with the process
2: well like yeah people ask me oh joselle how did you open the gym like do yeah. you remember what it was like when you were like me and you just first started training people and started coaching and i don't remember i blacked it all out from my memory because yeah. i was so obsessed with grind 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 yeah. grind work 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 and i didn't yeah. take a second to be like wow look how much you've grown wow that was so much fun wow yeah look at these people you met wow Mm -hmm. you learned a lot Uh, you made a mistake but you learned from it wow remember the last time you were here you Mm. were shit now you're great like i never took the time to tell myself that Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you're your hardest critic and and it's not always good
0: yeah it's it's coming from a place of gratitude Mm -hmm. come on i know you're i know you're learning a lot maku so in this season of your life man what is what is standing out to you and what are you learning about yourself Hmm. Even about the world, man.
1: What I'm learning about myself. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Josel hit you know, learning about myself, learning more about me. But what I've come to learn is that there's nothing really permanent. Come on out there. Yeah. Uh, even, even people. Right. And all the intentions that you have in, in helping uh, developing people without any expectation of, reciprocation and whatnot or getting anything back that's okay that was a choice and if at some point they they're extracted out of your life or choose to not be part of your life Mm -hmm. I've learned to be okay with that yeah right there's a small group or a small circle of friends you guys in particular that I confide in yeah right and if at some point something happens and then you know god just kind of calls you away from from me what am i doing wrong i always think back to myself what did i do wrong Mm -hmm. and how can i make up for it and try to make amends? but what i'm learning is that it it happens yeah people come in and out of your life i mean i've seen so many people walk through the doors of adelante um oh literally the ones that are probably still around is is neil still in yeah. my life uh jorge yeah um but yeah it's it, it's weird i had to learn that nothing's permanent like that Yeah, you has got to keep growing and mm-hmm. the more you serve people i think the better you feel regardless whether or not you get anything out of it
0: dude thank you for sharing man so both you guys pointed out qualities of of, of leaders you know leaders they they care about the process they care about slowing down and they have the um the mindset of of knowing hey this is temporary Mm. and in that you could look at the the accusation you could look at the face of the enemy be like alex formose says it best so what and and (laughs) that's the biggest one and and so when you're comfortable with your identity and, and and knowing that everything's temporary and and knowing that joy comes in the process man things fall into place. Yeah.
1: You shine a light on that shame. You shine a light on that. Yeah. Whatever guilt you have, you shine a light on it and then you'll realize oh it's really nothing. Come on. I've already done all I could to accept it. Okay, but that was the past. Now we're moving on because if you dwell on it nothing good comes out of it. That's all your focus is, the one thing. You're just mm-hmm. focusing on that that incident or negativity instead of focusing on your focusing on yourself and growing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Come on. As you guys know, I, I'm a, I'm actually an evangelist. So all the qualities that you guys pointed out are qualities of Jesus Christ. You know, mm. when when he healed people, he he left. You know, to, to to go into his quiet place. He he rested. I think that one of the most important things that I'm seeing here is is rest. You know, and then he came back even stronger. You mm. know, and and the best part is he had Jesus had such a burden for other people, and you guys carry those qualities. So, man, uh, you guys are amazing. And I love this mission. I love what you guys are doing. And I'm encouraged by it because when I go back to Dallas, best believe I'm going to go even further in in what I am called to do. So, dude, I I really appreciate you guys.
1: No, we appreciate you, man. Uh No, this was definitely meant to be. Yeah. I think Giselle answered the closing question already, though, about the legacy. Yeah. But if just in case people missed it, what type of legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want to be remembered?
0: Come on, I
1: wrote the
2: question. Guess. I don't know the answer to the question. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I don't know about the legacy one. I, I do something I think about a lot is when you die, right? You get you die physically. You have your funeral and you get put into you know the grave, or you get your ashes scattered or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do, and then. Um, you're gone and how long will people really remember you you know we have people pass in our lives and maybe it's one month two months, three months six months the same way you mentioned people are in and out of your life it could be similar to that um, and I think about they say it's its like the last time someone utters your name that's when you like you really die yeah and I think about that a lot I don't know why it's really on my brain like what when will that be how how will I leave a story. what story am i writing now how am i influencing or impacting people now that you know whether they still talk about me or not i still my presence is still there when i'm gone Mm. that's i don't know what what that presence is but i I think about that a lot Mm -hmm. um as far as i how i want to be remembered to people that actually know me um, someone that always pushed his limits to show other people that they can do it too and uh someone who gives without expecting anything in return
1: come that's on. consistent actually with how you carry yourself i'm glad sure. <laughs> the right thing you'll so. be remembered for that Kay. for sure not that you're leaving us anytime soon come <laughs> on guys <laughs> we filipinos hey, we this forever, is the brotherhood forever lit come on <laughs> I think that's a good way to close out the the first podcast and the pilot um, thank you Daryl for pulling up Man, I know you're leaving for this. Texas yeah. end on, of the week we're going to miss you for sure but make sure it's a quarterly visit as well quarterly visit
0: <laughs> quarterly uh, guest speaker on the podcast come up with more questions come up with more fire uh, and I'm excited to see what these guys do um, with their brands these guys do in their next steps and I'm here to support it.
1: Oh, for sure, man, Thanks for really coming, appreciate bro. your help. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. You'll see a lot more of Giselle and I on this couch, chopping it up with other entrepreneurs, business owners, really just going over what struggles they came about, really inspiring other generations to go after it and get it, No, the simplest solution I could say is that, just finding a solution to a problem. I get that question asked to me a lot, How do you start a business why entrepreneurship dang that was really out here (laughs) how do you start a business what do i even do for a business so you find a problem and then you find a solution for it everything else will fall into place how you arrive to that solution how do you get that solution out to other people and then that's it it's 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 that simple but it's not easy it's simple but not easy that's that's the biggest thing. So, uh, what
2: problem are we addressing, and how are we solving it with All Season?
1: So, All Season, we saw a real big disconnect between streetwear fashion and athletic apparel. Hmm. One of the brands out there, you could probably bleep it out because we're not sponsored by them and whatnot, right? It's more of seen as a I, I've got to take from some of my clients. It's a yoga brand. It's for females and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But they they tried, you know, and. I would say they're pretty successful. And then other brands like Nike, Adidas, Champion. Um, before in my time, Champion was seen as a lower end brand. Yeah. Where you went to, you know, cost cutters or you went to Valley Fair. You cost got bullied cutters. for it. You got bullied for it. There's Champion. <laughs> they're like, Oh, that's it. Like I would try to get that champion mark off because yeah. I don't wanna like yo, you don't know what it is. <laughs> but now it's it's a hype. Yeah. thing to have. Like New Balance, weird. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're really trying to bridge that gap between um, functional athletic apparel and looking stylish. Where Giselle was saying, hey, we could look the part, right? We are. We, we want to be that. We are that. And one of the concepts for the photo shoot is just wearing the apparel. Me being a heftier guy, I, I sweat. And I just like things mm-hmm. that are comfortable, not tight, you know, still look kind of fashionable. I'll be. 39 in October, and I I still want to dress my age, you know, for the most part, but still be comfortable down to shorts, t-shirt, hoodie. Mm -hmm. Most of the time people see me, I'm in shorts and a hoodie. Yeah. Right. Even in the winter. Yeah. So we really want to bridge that gap between functional athletic wear and street wear. And then beyond, this is where we're dreaming. We sat down with Rob Mm -hmm. at that same diner and just having a meeting about all season. And If you guys ever heard of EXOS, the training facility, Mm. that's our big, big vision, a huge campus. You got your PTs, you got your personal trainers, you got your team trainers, you got whatever, everything, right? And then it's just all season, it's open all season. Yeah. And then even bigger than that is the scholarship. So through this podcast, we're looking to reach other entrepreneurs, uh, network with them, and then have some sort of commitment and say, hey, we're looking to start a, fun, um, a scholarship for underprivileged people that otherwise wouldn't be able to go to a D1 Ivy League school or anything like that. And if they get anything out of it, even if they didn't get drafted into a league or in the pros, they would at the very least get an education. That's not a bad trade off, mm-hmm. right? Sponsored by all season. Mm-hmm. That's I a think big it's, thing. it's even more so.
2: The lifestyle and kind of what all season means so playmakers only and, and mm. being around the clock or, or working all season whether you're an athlete or an entrepreneur there is no off switch you're always yep. doing something you're always trying to move forward uh, and that's kind of what we want the apparel to represent mm-hmm. like i want to like a day like i had today i played a men's league game then i just went to golf and now i'm here i want to be able to have you know the same kind of clothes yeah. to do all everything yep. you yeah yeah and, and that's usually how i dress like if i have to Coach on the field or coach in the gym, and then you go do a meeting or whatever it is. I want to be wearing the same clothes all day. It's just easier, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of what we want to do, especially for people with gains like us. You know, we want yeah. we want it to Come fit on. and we want it to look good. Yeah.
1: yeah, for sure. Athletic wear, man.
0: Coming out with that drip.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's where we're seeing this with the um the brand, the podcast. It's really just having uh, a platform, right, to display one of the shirts here. It's blank. But, yeah, this will be one of the all-season shirts uh, coming out as we get our samples in, do second rounds, third rounds, and whatnot. Um, yeah, shorts, hoodies. And as we bring on guests, too, we would love to have care packages for them and gifts where they get a hoodie. That's sick. Right? Yeah. They say, hey, thank you. This is a big thank you to coming on the show. Um, Daryl, I think I have a hoodie for you. But <laughs> this, this week, I'm to go to the gym. I gotta get that yeah, right, you yeah. Good, you good. but yeah any uh, closing remarks
0: hey man my closing remarks is guys continue to move forward um, continue to to find that next thing and in, enjoy that process like Joel said and um, of course man I have to share what I love I love Jesus Christ he's the the truth the way and he's the redeemer just want to share that with you guys just my plug
1: Sure, <laughs> Jozell so,
0: yeah I- if you're a playmaker
2: if you're a game changer if you're a shot caller you know this is the podcast for you and you know keep doing what you're doing we're, we're all listening we're here for you I, I know what it feels like keep pushing
1: yeah and here's my closing remark there you go this is my closing remark here. hey come on I guess you're fired up man I guess you're real fired up especially that's the first I'm ready to run it back let's go <laughs> right.
0: we're done practicing right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Peace, guys. Peace out, guys. Peace.